the government is not your friend. And the framers wrote a lot of what's in here with the mindset that, well, we all know the government's not your friend, but at least your common man, your fellow man is your friend. And welcome to the tank, ladies and gentlemen. We are in our mini series titled Know Your Rights. And we are in the back half. This is the sixth amendment. And in my opinion, one of the top 10. That's a joke I made last week. It's a dad joke. If you know, there are 10 amendments to the Bill of Rights. That's right. So it is by factual comparison, one of the top 10, it is one of the most important. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stop. Okay. We're in the sixth amendment. We're, we're, we're doing we're, it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're, we're doing it, it today. We, it's been an awesome mini. I really hope, you know, all jokes aside, we really hope that you have enjoyed this, this, uh, series. This is important stuff. This is so crucial to us as patriots as citizens of this state and this country um, to know our rights. Therefore, as we've said, and this is Pastor Craig Rochelle, you cannot defeat what you cannot define. And if we don't understand that tyranny is here, yep. this is not a conspiracy theorist. This is happening in our country. Yep. It it has its mask on still for those, you know, if, if we're paying whatever, it hasn't just it hasn't come out and said it, but it's they're doing it. So we need to know what our rights are so that we can stand firm and fight correctly and defend ourselves and defend our, our people, our family, our friends, our countrymen. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we are in the sixth amendment today. We're, we're tracking, we're moving right along. Isaac, why don't you kick it off? Tell us what does the sixth amendment say? Yep. Let's read it here. So it says in all criminal prosecutions, the accused shall enjoy the right to a speedy and public trial by an impartial jury of the state and district wherein the crime shall have been committed, which district shall have been previously ascertained by law and to be informed of the nature and cause of the accusation to be confronted with the witnesses against him to have compulsory process for obtaining witnesses in his favor and to have the assistance of counsel for his defense. All right. That was a lot. All right. So what is that? What does that mean? So the Sixth Amendment, the Sixth Amendment guarantees several rights. All right. So um, and it's this is specifically geared towards individuals accused of a crime in the United States. Right. So we're going to break it down because that was a chunk of words. So we're going to kind of break it down into seven, you could say six, but we're going to break it down into seven points and kind of talk through those really quickly. Okay. So number one is right to a speedy trial. Okay. So defendants have the right to a prompt and timely trial without undue delay. Okay. So, you know, that, that, because we were talking about it before too, because it was kind of, little bit confusing because we we hear about certain situations where 
people will be, um, you know, put in jail or, or uh, arrested. And these court cases don't happen still for, you know, 12, 13 months at times. Mm. And that's confusing because that doesn't seem speedy to me. <laughs> right. But the, the point of that is that, you know, um, the, it has to continue to keep moving. Right. So there's a lot of, there are a lot of processes when it comes to, um, to, to these cases progressing. So for instance, if we consider this hypothetical scenario, right? So John is arrested and charged with a nonviolent offense, right? So he has been held in jail for over two years while awaiting trial during this time, Let's say his defense attorney has repeatedly requested a trial date, but the court just keeps delaying the proceedings without valid reasons. So as a result, John's prolonged detention without a speedy trial could be considered a violation by his Sixth Amendment rights. Right. So essentially, the you know, the Sixth Amendment's right to a speedy trial is designed to protect the defendants uh, from from extended pretrial incarceration and ensure that justice is served promptly. Right. So there's no specific timeline that the constitution says of what is or what is not a speedy trial. But, um, typically from, from, you know, what we've researched is that the courts will generally consider factors such as the length of delay, the reasons for delay, and then any prejudice caused to the defendant in determining if the right to a speedy trial has been violated. Yeah. I think from a historical standpoint, it's important to note that the United States justice system really from these amendments, it doesn't state this explicitly in any of the amendments, interestingly enough, but we've heard in this country, the idea that you're innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. And what a speedy trial does and really what all of the rights that are contained within this amendment and really the fourth, the fifth, um, the sixth, probably I think the eighth we'll get to, Mm -hmm. um, we won't get to the 14th, but in that one as well, all of these amendments help the individual to not have the deck stacked against them. Yeah. That's, that's the whole point that is, it is supporting the idea of innocent until proven guilty because the reality is, is historically it's like maybe you've heard of how they used to do these witch hunts like way back in the day. I'm not talking about modern day witch hunts because those go go on as well. Um, (laughs) Just look at Donald Trump. That's a modern day witch hunt. But back in the day, literal witch hunts where they're trying to find witches they would test this like they would put them pretty much put them on trial and their trial was this we're gonna tie these like heavy boulders around your ankles and throw you in the ocean if you sink you were a witch if you somehow survive right then you're a witch and we need to burn you at the stake because you have like mystic powers so that the witch hunts were examples of guilty until proven innocent. Right. They were, sure. they were definitely guilty. And even if they could prove their innocence, they were still probably held guilty. Can I ask you a quick question? Uh-huh. How do you think, how do you think if you throw a witch off into the, into the ocean with a boulder around her neck or his, I guess, and they escape from that. <laughs> it wasn't 2023, but I guess it could I be. Mean, I guess, <laughs> you know, and they escape and they fly off on their broom. How in the world do you think you're going to get them back to burn them at the stake? That's a great question. You're screwed. I don't think they did the whole like broom witch thing back then. It was more of like casting spells and voodoo dolls and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Do they have cauldrons? (sighs) 
you know, I don't, I don't really know. Mm. I've got to do some more, some more digging more on that, digging and researching on my witches. But nevertheless, point being that th- the idea of having a speedy trial is just one, um, one building block in the fortress that an individual has to be innocent until proven guilty. Right. Yep. So that's the first one, right to a speedy trial. Number two, hinging on that, is a public, right to a public trial. All right, so defendants have the right to a trial that is open to the public, ensuring transparency and accountability, right? So a really good example of this, if you guys want to study up on public trials, if you guys have access to, you know, not cable, I'm talking regular television, the WB or the CB as it is now, mm. I think still runs Judge Judy. CB, CW, is it CW? I don't know. I think it's CW. CW. All, all the white hairs out there grossly offended <laughs> at you right now. <laughs> this is very tongue-in-cheek, but <laughs> Judge Judy, you know, public public trial, and, and we were talking about it earlier of if Judge Judy is real or not. It turns out it is. It just is not. Well, it's kind of real. It's kind of real. It's like, uh, you know, real real world meets the courtroom. Mm. Real world is not real world. It's right. fake. Yeah. It's as, it's as real as any other reality TV right. show. Yeah. <laughs> point, point is, that, that joke really just like kind of flopped. It's all good. Point is, we have a right to a public trial, not a backroom, you know, um, hearing that obviously would therefore lack transparency where things could happen and, you know, we could get, you know, uh, there could be an injustice that happens. Right. So mm-hmm. this has to this, we have the right to have this in public in front of our fellow countrymen in front of, in front of a, a jury, in front of a judge and to have the case, um, heard in that setting or heard. Why did heard? I say that? Heard? heard. Is that right? Heard? Yeah, it is. I heard. guess heard. Uh-huh. Her, you get the her, point. He, he heard he, he that. He read in that in that he saying. <laughs> That's really sad. <laughs> you guys get it. It's all good. We're all friends here now. This is what episode twenty or something. Close. Right. It's just under twenty. Just under. I think it's nineteen. A party for twenty. Yeah, shoot, dude. All That's right. Sweet. All right. All right. Speedy trial. Public trial. Number three. Impartial jury. Defendants are entitled to a fair and unbiased jury composed of individuals from the state and district where the alleged crime took place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I think I want to just interject real quick on this one because when we're thinking about how, well, I guess let me just say this. So when the founders wrote this 250 plus years ago, they wrote it for a reason Mm -hmm. being that they had witnessed all of these rights being violated. So they right. wrote yeah. these in order to mm. present the rights and then to protect the rights. We, mm. anybody that's alive in the United States right now, I, I believe does not know, like has not actually experienced what the founders had experienced that compelled them to write oh, yeah. the bill of not rights, close. at least right. in the sixth amendment. Yeah. However, just because we have lived in a country where we haven't experienced that yet, Mm -hmm. it does not mean that we won't. 
for sure. And yeah. I think that it's a good point. You just look around and just take a survey. You look at how really openly corrupt the government is right now. Like they're not, they really mm-hmm. are not hiding it. Yeah. You look at how divided we are as a country. Uh, I think the reason that they put in this amendment that you have the right to a public trial and an impartial jury is because back then, even though governments were corrupt and they knew that, that's why they wrote the constitution and the bill of rights and all of it. At least the people had a a pretty common unifying public sentiment about the way things ought to be. Right. Something that in this country's history and, and we've been divided before. It's like we were divided during civil war times we were divided. Uh, I mean, we've been over the last several decades, we've been divided on things, Sure, but I don't know that there's been a time in this country's history that we've been more divided as people than right now. Mm. And that's concerning because the government, as, as we've said on here tons of times is not for you. The government is not your friend. And the framers wrote a lot of what's in here with the the mindset that well we all know the government's not your friend but at least your common man your fellow man is your friend yeah right right but nowadays we live in a world where your fellow man he might not even be your friend or she might not even be your friend so like just an example of this the impartial uh, jury and how you gotta maybe ask some questions about is this truly impartial the whole january 6th Mm. debacle and the hearings and trials that came out of that and ultimately the convictions and the jail time that came out of that were trials that took place in a district that on record votes 92% Democrat. Sure. So when you paint anybody that rioted, quote unquote, quote on big air quotes here, (laughs) rioted on January 6th at the Capitol, as a MAGA Republican domestic mm. terrorist and you put them on trial in front of a in the another, of the another big air yeah. quotes impartial jury where right. 92% of the people on that jury probably voted for Joe Biden and love him right. and they and are they Trump. are in the swamp. Right. How impartial is that? And we've seen, yeah. I mean, golly, the jail time that has come out of Oh, it's that. so sad. It, it's, yeah. I literally it's just crazy. Uh, heard, you know, and again, I guess this is hearsay, but was was uh, watch, or reading a, an account of a wife of a husband who was sentenced to jail time from that, and he was there, he was protesting, and she said, and, and this is on file, that's the crazy thing, she's like, this was reported is as evidence, because it was on film. Of the FBI agent letting him in the building. Yeah, Here which is go. a whole another piece of grossness. That's yeah. like not only do you not have a fair trial, but you actually were set up <laughs> in a way that put you on trial. Yeah. But nevertheless, I think that it's important for us to understand that just because we've enjoyed living in a country where these rights have been pretty well protected and we haven't had to worry about it too much, that is changing. Oh, yeah. And... That's 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 why we're doing this. Yes, is is to educate ourselves and to educate you, hopefully the audience, so that you're prepared. Yeah. Well, you know, and you said something um, about uh, you know innocent till proven guilty, and 
we, you know, you won't find that in any, um, part of our constitution or, you know, anything like that, but it is, it is predicated upon the fifth, 14th amendment and is the basis of all of our, you know, law schools and all that type of stuff. But what's to, to underline and highlight your point, what's really interesting, what we see in society and what we see in culture is the direct opposite. We are, we have now entered in, we've, we have, we have entered in to a societal understanding that we are now guilty until mm-hmm. proven innocent. When we take a look at cancel culture and um, the Me Too movement and these different things that happen in our society, as soon as it, as soon as an allegation is had, oh boy, it's over. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you're, you're done. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It does not matter what the court says. It does not matter. So the point is, if that is the shift and that is where our heart, our morals, our ethics as a people are leading, then, you know, the Constitution is just a piece of paper. The Bill of Rights are just a piece of paper. At the end of the day, if we as a people, if our, if our, if our ethics and our moral, our moral, um, aptitude or, or, or whatever you want to say is, is the opposite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's, we have to know, we have to know what our rights actually are, what Mm -hmm. rights we actually have, because when you're in a, a Kavanaugh situation and you've got these random like women out of left field that quite frankly, the Democrats probably just like, paid and said, Hey, can we, you testify falsely against this guy? When that happens, we know, like a lot of us see that and we know mm, something's not right there. Like something's off. But when we're combating that, you can't just combat it with ambiguity. Yeah. You right. have to be specific yep. in saying, Hey, this is wrong because right. I am innocent until proven guilty. This is wrong that I'm being tried under the presumption that I am a MAGA Republican in a district where there's a 92% real distaste and hatred for Mm -hmm. MAGA Republicans. Like that's an impartial jury. So because of that, we need to figure out how to make this a fair trial, whether that means moving it somewhere else or sourcing like really figuring out where the eight percent are and bringing half of them to the table like we've got to to defend ourselves specifically against the attacks of of the left because yeah yeah, they'll just scream racist bigot whatever Mm -hmm. all day long rapist all day long murder (laughs) genocide terrorist all day long right and while they're yelling we've got to have a a real definite specific defense and rebuttal to that. Yeah, for sure. That's good stuff. So a few, a few, uh, I love movies. So for me, I'm just going to throw out a few that kind of hone in around this impartial jury, the importance of that. So top of the list, at least for me, it's gotta be a few good men. 1992 film starring Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson. It's a legal drama revolves around a military court martial 
Uh, the film delves into the process of jury selection and the challenges faced in ensuring an unbiased panel. So that, that to me is top of the list. These two I hadn't heard of before in my research, but Runaway Jury is a, a movie, a 2003 film based hmm. on a John Grisham novel, which John Grisham is awesome. So I actually am going to watch this. So, so this film, film centers around a high-stakes civil trial involving a gun manufacturer. It explores the manipulation and tactics used by a jury consultant and a juror who attempts to sway the verdict. Interesting. Good. Wow. And then uh, a little bit older film, The Verdict, 1982, directed by Sidney, I'm going to say Lumet, L-U-M-E-T, maybe French. Lumet. 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 Starring Paul Newman, this film tells the story of an alcoholic lawyer who takes on a medical malpractice case. It touches on the role of the jury in uh, delivering justice and the importance of an unbiased decision. Mm. So a few flicks to check out. Yeah, you want to brush up on your rights and how those work. Yeah, and we talked about the OJ series, and I believe there was a a lengthy process in that and of like throwing jurors out. Like they didn't match. They're biased, so they got to go and... Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it's, there's, a, there's a lot of different things out there on, on that. But, all right, so impartial jury. Number four, notice of accusation. So defendants must be informed of the nature and details of the charges brought against them, enabling them to prepare a defense. Right? Pretty straightforward. Confrontation of witnesses. Defendants have the right to face and question the witnesses testifying against them. Okay. Number six, compulsory process. So defendants can compel the court to obtain witnesses on their behalf to present evidence and testify in their defense. And then the last one, right to counsel. Defendants have the right to legal representation and assistance throughout the criminal proceedings ensuring a fair defense. So pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, again, it's like, I think we look at those, uh, just those few different points there that you get to know what you're being accused of Mm -hmm. you. Uh, so then you can actually prepare and defend yourself. Um, if someone is witnessing against you, you can, they have to actually do that to your face. Right. They don't get to just like say it to my face, say it in a back room. Right. And you don't really even know what their witness was, but golly, it was darn compelling. And all of a sudden the jury Mm -hmm. is against you. Um, and then you, you get to also like bring rebuttal witnesses. Right. Like that matters. Um, and then if you can't afford an attorney because they're dang freaking expensive these days, Mm. you get to have a, Appointed attorney. Too. Better call Saul. Yep. Yep. I think about that though. And I don't know, maybe it's just the skeptic in me, but I have to wonder, it's like if our government is as openly corrupt as it is and our justice system is as apparently two tiered as it is where some individuals under the justice system get more favorable treatment, cough, cough, the elites, uh, and then other people are not, treated um with that same level of or i guess that same under the same standard of justice cough cough republicans white men (laughs) um domestic terrorists yeah genocide freaks (laughs) and in a world like that 
if I'm being appointed an attorney that was given to me by the government, I'm kind of like, eh. oh, for sure, dude, hundred <laughs> percent. Are you just screwing me? Or oh man, I I wouldn't trust. Yeah, I wouldn't trust it. I, mean, I would just I would just figure it out and do it myself. Yeah. Well, I mean, gosh, that that's. I mean, I'm. I understand. It's like a, you know. Then if you do that, you're. I mean, you're probably smart enough to do that. Me, I'm probably not. I I I I do. So I would screw myself somehow. I don't know. More than the guy that is on the other team, but is quote unquote on your team. Yeah, for sure. Like he's already got it out for you. Yeah. But all of those, in addition to the first few that we talked about, again, it's like this is how the just know the deck is stacked against you. It's a rigged game. And the founders hmm. created this document to help level the playing field. Right. So yeah. not knowing your rights is just saying, you know what? I'm okay playing the rigged game. Well, and it's just irresponsible. And it's, and it's, um, and, and listen, I, I mean, this has been me. This is, a, this, I, I'm, I'm calling myself irresponsible because most of my adult life, I haven't really known these. Um, we, well, we haven't them. really had to like, that's the I thing know, it's yeah. like we haven't totally had to. Yeah. It's the easy times, right? The whole thing we talk about, yeah. like, you know, we're, we, but we're going into hard we're times. Sounding the alarm. Yeah. You have to now. Right. Well, you have to now. And, and so you kind of think about this in comparison to like scripture. It's like, we've been so like you go, especially being the Bible belt, uh, I bet you we've got, I don't know what we have more guns or Bibles, you know, it's like yeah. you can, you can go or your phone, whatever you can go look up, you know, you version, whatever, but go to, uh, you know, China where the Christians over there memorize scripture because it's illegal to have the mm -hmm. paper. Like they're consuming it because it's so scarce and sparse. And, so my point is, I'm not calling the Constitution of the Bill of Rights the Bible, but I am calling it, you know, as a resident alien, it is our, it is, it is so important to us as human beings as, and as Americans. What happens when we get to a point where we don't have the access or the ability to know it, have it in our brains, where we just have to actually say, no, this is my right. What happens when we're in the situation we're throwing behind closed, you know, doors or bars, whatever, closed doors, and these things start happening, and we don't know what our rights are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, so it's like so we could, we could, we can talk about the Sixth Amendment, and I think it'd be really easy for us to be like, ah, oh, well, I'm a, I'm a law-abiding citizen, and I've never, I've never been arrested. I'm not going to be arrested. I'm going to follow the rules. That's the, that's the deception. Because yes, you are a law-abiding citizen. And yes, you will not commit a a crime that has been defined as crime for the last 300 years. However, especially to our Christian and conservative audience members, which we would be included in that, you it, it, it is not far off hmm. for your Christianity to be a crime it's right guys we are not it far is right that. around the corner it is it not is far right around the corner that i mean we already see it they, they're they're just laying the groundwork for this the more that they say that transphobes are genocidal that is that's paving the way like that's the that's first Christians. step yeah towards 
Christian, quote unquote, what they would call Christian nationalism. Mm -hmm. And Christian nationalism is something that they would directly tie to like a Hitler. Right. And, and obviously he did what he did and it was heinous. So you, it just isn't far off where as a Christian, you will somehow as unfairly as it is, you will be linked in secular perspective and by a government that's hostile towards you, you will be linked towards mm-hmm. historical Christian nationalists, quote unquote Christian nationalists, even though we know Hitler was not Christian at all, quote unquote Christian nationalists that have committed heinous crimes. And on the back of that precedent, they will judge you accordingly. Yeah. And they will come with the same ferocity that they would have gone after Hitler with. Yeah, for sure. And the only way you can defend yourself is if you know your rights. Yep. And, and, and we're not, and so, you know, I think this is a really good opportunity to just kind of double down on what you're saying because we're, you know, like we just mentioned at the beginning of this episode, we're, we're well in, we've done this for a couple months now. It could be easy to, I think just like in anything, you start hearing the same thing over and over again. You start getting numb to it. All right. Like I'm just going to tune in and listen and blah, 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 whatever. That's our flesh. That's our human nature. Um, just to grow weary and tired of, you know, just doing, you know, consuming truth and whatever, you know? So, but what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is, you know, this, (laughs) we, I I hope this doesn't, I hope that doesn't happen. I, I, I'm not a fear baiter where Isaac's not baiting anybody in fear or trying to stir up people in conspiracy to whatever, garner more, um, you know, views or anything like that what we're doing is we're discerning the times and the trajectory folks, the position that we are headed towards are the things that we're talking about are the things that I mean, we're, we're not anything special. Like this mouth many people are talking about this. Like we, and, and it's like, I hate say, it's like, you know, the, even the term we need to wake up. Like that makes, it's like, oh my, okay. Uh, how many people have been saying that? Yeah. It's just white noise at this point. It, it is. But, but the, but the truth and the reality there is so like, it's so real. It's so real. Like we have, no one's going to do this for us. No one can spoon feed you the truth or the facts or anything like that. Especially in today's culture, like you have to literally GK Chesterton says only a living th- only a living thing can swim upriver, swim against yep. the current. The current is whoo, it is mm-hmm. it and is a fast river going the opposite direction. And we're not saying that I mean we are there is a bias there because we are Christians, we are conservatives, but there are other people like look up James Lindsay. Not a Christian, but is saying He's the one, like, he's got a big rollout on it, like, way more in-depth than what I would think up. But he's got, I mean, it's like the scene in some sort of an investigative movie where he's got the whole wall and all these little photos and strings and rubber bands and connections and all these things. Like, James Lindsay is doing that 
when it comes to the future of Christianity in this country hmm. and Christian nationalism. Not a Christian. That's yeah, that's powerful. But yeah. he says this is hap- this is coming, <laughs> and this is not going to be good for us because we know, even though I'm not a Christian, being James Lindsay, he says I'm not a Christian, but I know that like Christians help hold this society together and make this country better. So if he's saying it, like just go look him up, right, and read what he's saying, and then go listen to the other side and hear what they're saying, yeah, and then see if any of that lines up. Right. And if it does, then like let's get ready. Let's prepare for that. <laughs>